Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This episode of Canada Land is brought to you by Douglas, a mattress that is trusted by more than 200,000 Canadians from coast to coast to coast. It's a great mattress at a very reasonable price point. Comes with a 20-year warranty and a great deal for our listeners. Douglas is giving you a free sleep bundle with each mattress purchase. Get the sheets, pillows, mattress, and pillow protectors free with your Douglas purchase today. Visit douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. That is douglas.ca slash CanadaLand. Hey, I need you to pay close attention to this message. It is not an ad. This is about CanadaLand and this is about you. You need to know that the news crisis is about to get a lot worse. You've heard about the layoffs. We're about to have news closures. And it's very likely that we're going to be seeing the defunding of the CBC. Where are you going to get your information from? What can you do about this? You can support CanadaLand. We need you to. And so for this month and this month only, you can become a CanadaLand supporter and get everything our supporters get for just $2 a month. That is an almost 80% discount. The clock is ticking on this. It disappears at the end of the month, and then we will not offer it. We need your support. We need to keep news coverage alive in Canada. Go right now to canadaland.com join. And thank you. This episode of Canada Land is brought to you by Frank and Oak, the online clothing shop where I go when I buy clothes online. Listeners of this podcast will get 15% off instantly when they go to frankandoak.com slash Canada. This episode is also brought to you by Tunnel Bear, the simple VPN app that makes it easy to browse privately and enjoy a more open internet. You can try Tunnel Bear for free by using tunnelbear.com slash Canada Land. I got a tip about one year ago. This guy got in touch with me to tell me that he knew for a fact that there is a secret VIP program in the Ontario health system. That OHIP, our insurance provider here in Ontario, has a very important person program that there's essentially a formalized system whereby certain elite people have access to medical care before anyone else. He brought up the example of an MP who happens to be cottaging in a rural part of Ontario, and the local hospital gets a phone call letting them know that this MP is around, and if anything happens to them, that they should go to the front of the line. 
Now, we are very proud of our universal healthcare system in Canada, and we all know that there are ways to game it. We all know that if you have a doctor friend or if you give a lot of money to a hospital or if you can make a phone call, there are ways to move ahead in the line, that the system is not exactly one size fits all. That kind of preferential treatment happens. It happens informally, but this is something else. This, if it's true, means that we do not have the healthcare system that we think we do. Wasn't exactly a tip about a media story, but it was a tip about a juicy story, and I was intrigued, and I poked around. And though I couldn't find anyone to refute this, I was not able to verify it either. And then I was overtaken by other stories, and I moved on. But now, a year later, this story has popped back up. Robert Hiltz has been serving as Canada Land's editor, and I put him on it, and he got a lot further investigating this story than I did. Robert Hiltz joins me in a moment. Wait for it. This episode of Canada Land is brought to you by Alyssa Ferdinandi, Simon Tudiver, Greg Heptonstall, Lori Perrick, Omar Khan, Jordan Daw, Jenny Daly O'Kane, and Sarah Fletcher. Sarah, why did you decide to be awesome? Because I appreciate hearing more diverse voices on Canada land than I'm used to hearing in most forms of media. And because I think a strong and occasionally snarky press is a vital part of a healthy democracy. This episode is brought to you by Douglas, a mattress trusted by more than 200,000 Canadians from coast to coast to coast. Trust is important. There are a lot of mattress lies out there, a lot of mattress liars And I I, I didn't intend the pun, but it occurred to me that there is one as I was saying those words. Listen, I am not lying to you. Uh, I have uh, experienced the Douglas mattress. It is an exceptional mattress at a surprisingly affordable price point. It is a mattress that sleeps cool. doesn't have that weird thing in the summer where the mattress gets like an oven. It's a very good product. It's delivered to your house in a box. You don't have to go to a big mattress store. It is a medium firm mattress, which is what Canadians prefer, and it comes with a 365-night trial and a 20-year warranty. What more can I tell you? Douglas is giving our listeners a free sleep bundle with each mattress purchase. Get the sheets, pillows, mattress, and pillow protectors free with your Douglas purchase today. Visit douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. This episode is brought to you by the Center for Addiction and Mental Health. Right now, there is an opioid crisis. Right now, there is a mental health crisis. But right now, it is Mental Health Week. And what that means is you can do something about these crises. You can help people. You can help CAMH save lives. They offer treatment with dignity, and they are doing cutting-edge research. I don't know if anybody listening to this is untouched by this crisis. You can see it in the downtown of every city in this country. You certainly feel it in Toronto. This is not something happening to other people. These are our friends. These are our communities, our families. We are all touched by addiction. We are all touched by the mental health crisis, and we all share responsibility to do something about it. Helping CAMH is something you can do about it. Help change mental health care forever. Your support will help CAMH build a future where nobody is left behind. Donate at camh.ca slash CanadaLand to help them treat addiction and build hope. This episode is also brought to you by Tunnel Bear. Tunnel Bear is actually a fantastic gift, people. 
It is a beautiful app that makes it very easy to add a layer of security and protection to computer and mobile device. You just turn on TunnelBear and enjoy the confidence of knowing that your connection is secured with the strongest encryption available. Your IP address and other identifying information are swapped out with one of TunnelBear's private IPs. Your location is private. When it comes to privacy and security, TunnelBear walks the talk. They do not log your user behavior and they have a top-rated privacy policy. The app is super simple to use, but if you have any questions or need help, they have free 24-7 support. So go to tunnelbear.com slash CanadaLand and you can try it free with half a gig of data. And if you need more than that, CanadaLand listeners will get 20% off their yearly Grizzly plan. You can get this deal until the end of January when you use the coupon CanadaLand at checkout. Finally, I am very happy to tell you that this episode is also brought to you by Proof Whiskey, the Canadian craft small batch whiskey producer and the owner of Proof Whiskey, Michael Riley, came into this studio to mix me a cocktail, the Canada Land cocktail. All right, what's in it? A little ice in a shaker. We have an ounce and a half of Proof Whiskey. Is it is like small batch? Is that what yeah, you call it? Yeah, we do. Our batches, we always just say, like think in bathtubs. We only do like 2,000 liter batches, so okay. it's like so small. We have three ounces of cranberry juice, pear juice. Pear juice. A little squirt of lemon. Let's shake this up. This is my favorite sound in the world. Strain it in there for you. Garnished with a little bit of piece of rosemary and some uh, cranberries. I thought I was a tough guy with a whiskey cocktail. This is this is like a really uh, deep, rich pink. Yeah. That's very nice. Yeah. Where can people find the recipe for the Canada Land cocktail? It's going to be on proofbrands.net. Cheers. Cheers. It's a breakfast cocktail. <laughs> what was the first public mention of the OHIP VIP program that you came across? Well, one of the first ones was on Twitter where, you know, everything happens. One of the doctors that's going to be on one of these health boards in the coming year was getting into a Twitter spat. Let's put this in a broader context. The doctors have been without a contract for three years. Things are getting kind of feisty. Uh-huh. And so now doctors are basically they're pissed off. And certain things are starting to bubble up. It's like chasing a ghost. Everything's sort of secondhand, like, oh, well, in our secret, you know, doctor groups. In secret Facebook groups? and Yeah, it's, it's like private Facebook groups where doctors, you know, chat about work or whatever. This one doctor, Nadia Alam, who I first saw the tweets from, uh, these were from a couple of weeks ago. So this is from a uh, Twitter spat between Dr. Nadia Alam and... Omar Yar Khan. And Omar Yar Khan used to be chief of staff for the Ontario Ministry of Health and Long-Term Care. Now he's a VP at Hill & Knowlton, which is this huge global PR firm. This is important because this is sort of where whatever has been said in private or whatever is rumored or whatever I heard based on a tip. Now you've got somebody who is a doctor. It's not like some anonymous egg on Twitter. And I'm reading the tweet now, and it's Nadia Alam, who's at Doc Shmadia. And she says, I don't like health inequity. Tell me, Omar Khan, what is the government's justification for the OHIP VIP program? So there she is out in public saying, like, asserting that this thing exists. And that's kind of where things started. Now, she's not an emergency room doctor. What's the relevance of that? The VIP program, from what I've been sort of through my reporting, told... Conversations you've had with doctors? Conversations I've had with doctors. Um, uh, on background, I guess? On background. Okay. And they've basically told me all more or less the same story. And all of it has been secondhand, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. 
in like their chats with other doctors that do work in the emergency room, they're getting emails or phone calls. When a VIP, often they use a cabinet minister at the federal or provincial level as an example. A VIP will be in your area, like say cottage country, and the ER will get a, you know, a message saying, hey, if this person shows up, give us a call on this hotline number. And it's never the same hotline number. It sounds like it's an on-call cell phone or something. Do your best to expedite whatever care you can if they should show up in your emergency room. They get the VIP treatment. They go to the top of the list. They get the VIP treatment, top of the list, whatever. I guess it does not surprise me that if Justin Trudeau were to be cottaging and have an accident, he would get tended to before me. Or if the royal family is in town, I guess I'm curious about that. I'm curious about how that's administered and, and, and who does that apply to? Is it just the prime minister or do members of parliament, does the mayor get that? Who gets that? And, you know, it is worth knowing about that this universal health care, uh, to what extent is it not universal and to what extent is there a, a, you know, a first and second or third class and how is that all construed? I'm not shocked to learn that there is some form of a VIP program, but that's not known information, right? That's not anything that uh, we have on the record or there's a department or they'll just tell you how it works. There's no description online like, okay, well, the finance minister and the health minister, they get coverage, but then the social services minister, like there's no... Does it extend to their families? Exactly. How far down does it go? And and, and let's just admit, we don't have one, we don't have the same program for everybody. Like, you know, I, I guess just knowing about this is sort of important, right? Well, and that's the thing. And le- like you say, I don't think anyone would be surprised if Justin Trudeau, you know, gets through the ER faster, but who's getting this treatment if they are and like where where do you draw the line so robert we're, we're kind of out of our area here we're, we're off of our beat of media in looking at this like this is a health story i suppose and the only media angle is just that it hasn't been reported on did you do any diligence to talk to somebody who knows this area to figure out whether you're onto something whether it's worth pursuing or not so i uh i went to andre picard the um health reporter at the globe and mail widely respected um as you know, one of the best health reporters in the country, and uh, here's what that call sounded like. Hello, Andre. It's, uh, Robert Hope calling. Yes, I'm working on a story about the Ontario health system, and we've kind of been hearing about. I've heard it described as like a VIP program where people like cabinet ministers and so forth may be able to jump ahead. Have you ever heard of anything like this before? So I've heard that. Okay. Have, have you ever been able to find anything about it? Because what I found is that anybody who's talking about it is sort of, it's some of it's, or at least most of it is all sort of secondhand, like a doctor heard from another doctor kind of thing. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what I found. It's just sort of a rumor, uh, a belief. So I don't know. So. Is this kind of like one of those urban legend things, I guess? Like, am I chasing like a ghost? I, I think it's probably mostly ghosts, to be honest. Do you know, if, if this thing is real, why is it that anyone who knows about it doesn't talk about it? <laughs> well, that's it. That's like all conspiracies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we talk about it, we'll have to kill you. <laughs> exactly. Okay. First yeah. world of Fight Club, right? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, thanks so much for your time today. Appreciate it. Okay. Good luck with it. I'd like to read about it, whether confirmed or debunked. It would be interesting either way. After that one, you can do the Loch Ness monster and yeah. the Pogo. And <laughs> thanks again for your time. Okay. Take care. He seemed dismissive and almost like 
this is a silly conspiracy. Yeah, I mean, well, that, that's the thing is he was pretty dismissive of the idea that it was there's a formal codified, you know, list of people and like an infrastructure around them to get them faster access. Okay. So that is basically what you set out to learn. What is it? Who's going to answer these questions? And here you've got, because of this conflict between the doctors and and the ministry, some kind of angry people. It seems like, uh, and and Nadia Alam was not the only one. Even now, if if you search Twitter for OHIP VIP, you'll get a bunch of mentions. Some of them are asking if it exists and some are asserting. But you don't know. Is Nadia Alam speaking from firsthand experience? She's not an ER doctor. Were you able to to confirm any of this with her? No, that's the thing is I wasn't able to confirm with her. Like, she's an anesthesiologist. Uh So she's not sort of privy to this kind of stuff firsthand. She wouldn't be getting these calls. But doctors I've talked to, and again, none of them are ER doctors, they've all said that ER doctors have got these notices and then, you know, have talked about them. But none of these ER doctors who have either gotten an email or a phone call have been willing to talk about it because for whatever reason, people seem to be shutting down or, you know, hiding from talking about this one. I'm looking at this thread here and somebody else asks Nadia Alam, I've heard rumors about this VIP program. Is it true? And Dr. Alam responds, it's true. Docs told by administrators about VIPs coming through ERs and operating rooms told to let them through. Two-tier is alive and well in Ontario. The fact that it's a mystery, and the fact that people are reluctant to talk about it kind of brings up new questions. I do believe that these people believe the thing exists, but finding evidence of it is not a straightforward thing. Like, there's no website you go to to sign up to be a VIP. Dr. Alam was not the only one talking about this. In fact, there's another doctor who blogged about it. That is uh, Dr. Del Denoa. So he posted a blog about it that he summed up in a graphic titled equal access Canadian healthcare with equal access and scare quotes. I'm looking at it right now. It's it's like a, a pyramid. And at the bottom of the pyramid are the have-nots, uh, the, he writes, the general population, wait times, days to years. The second tier, the haves, institutional donors, board members, third-party insurers, private pay, wait times, days to weeks. And then at the very tippy top of the pyramid, tier one, the 1%, government officials, international delegates, and the wait times, immediate. And this is a doctor posting this on his public blog. So this obviously is somebody you want to talk to if you want to get confirmation as to like, does this program exist or not? It seems like he's making efforts to publicly expose its existence and criticize it. Yeah. So I, I, I reached out to the doctor and have heard nothing back. He's disappeared. I don't mean like, you know, a South American junta sense of disappeared, but, um, He's closed down his Twitter, uh, locked it. He has completely just removed his blog from the internet. Following your inquiries to get him to talk to you? Just ahead of them. I had his website up. Yeah. And when I went back later on to, you know, go through the contact page or whatever, it was gone. The blog part was gone. His contact page was gone. There was still a link to his Facebook site. Uh So I reached out to them there and uh, have since... Nothing. Why do you think he removed this content from the internet? It's hard to speculate too far, but he posted something that, you know, was reasonably inflammatory talking about, you know, 1% people getting um, Well, he's exposing a secret if it's a secret. Exactly. Uh, And then (laughs) soon after, you know, exposing this secret secret, he decides to, 
I guess, self-censor. You screen grabbed the graphic um, and it's a part of your article, which I guess all of this information people can read yes. on the website. Were there other doctors talking about this publicly? There aren't a lot of doctors talking about it publicly. Okay, so I got to tell you, at this point, with what you have now, if this was it, it's an intriguing editorial hypothesis. It's it's enough to kind of go ask questions. But if this is all you could come up with, like we shouldn't even be having this conversation on the podcast. It's it's just not firmed up enough for us to bring up this as a, as a, as a real serious possibility. So were you able to get any further in just verifying the existence of this program or not? Well, that's where it gets interesting. In looking into this, there was a title that kept coming up, like a an executive title, the VIP Health Services Coordinator. This VIP coordinator person would be sending out the emails to emergency rooms to tell people in the ERs that these VIPs were in the area, it, as sort of it's been described. If you me. got a program, you need an administrator. But how would it come up? It would come up in your in your on background conversations? Yeah, in, in my background conversations, ER doctors would be getting a phone call or an email from this coordinator person. So you search the Ontario directory, that position doesn't exist. It's not a it's not a title anybody has in the in the government. Right. I'm googling around for the title and uh, there are very few results because if there's a position within a ministry, it would show up on that ministry's website, it might show up in a LinkedIn profile. You're getting none of that. Getting none of that. Like if you search for a communications person, for example, within the department, you'll get a whole list of names with phone numbers, addresses, whatever. There's a there's a government directory. There's no such listing for a VIP health services coordinator. But in testimony at the Public Accounts Committee for the Ontario Legislature, it does come up. What is the context for this transcript? It's a transcript of hearings about the orange air ambulance sort of fiasco. Right. That was a Kevin Donovan investigation about huge waste of money in these in these air ambulances. In this, they're, they're talking to a series of people. They're talking to um, former assistant deputy ministers within the emergency health services branch of the health ministry. One of them is a uh, guy named Fred Rusk, who is a former staff member at the emergency health services branch. He worked on the Orange Project as well. And emergency health services, you're told this is where that VIP program lives, if it exists at all. Yeah, it's it's somewhere under the sort of emergency Umbrella, I guess. So you you sent me this transcript. I'm, I'm going to read what Fred Rusk told the committee. This is a special report from the Auditor General into the Orange Air Ambulance and Related Services thing. Mr. Fred Rusk says, other than that, the only other involvement I had was the other job that I had with emergency health services. And that was that I was the VIP health services coordinator for the ministry. That was a wonderful experience that I had preparing medical plans and working with the RCMP and the OPP, the Ontario Provincial Police, and making plans and looking after, in certain cases, heads of state and the royal family. That seems like verification to me. There is some kind of VIP program that exists. And there he lays out sort of one aspect of what the framework might be, visiting heads of state, the royal family, and so forth. Right, which would not be a scandal. Were you able to get any further than that in terms of uh, verifying this? I mean, you want to have two, you know? Like- yeah, you, you, you want to go a little further. So uh, a name kept coming up in my background conversations with doctors, um, Michael Legros. And he's listed in the Emergency Health Services Division as the Senior Manager for the Strategy, Communications, and Performance Management 
division. Okay, so he's in the right department, but not listed uh, with any kind of connotation no, to the VIP program. There's nothing about VIP programs, nothing like yeah. that. What happened was, so I, I, I've got this name of the Michael Legro, and um, I put him into the Ontario directory, find he's the senior manager, and um, I've got a phone number. So I call the phone number, not really expecting anything, because usually when you call departments or people in within departments, no one really picks up and you, you just go to voicemail and then it sort of disappears. It could get kicked to their communications person or so, you, you, you basically triggered that the, the, the media is looking into this and, and you're not going to get an impromptu response. So what you want is the person just to pick up their phone. Exactly. And he did. Yes. Hi, Michael. How are you doing this morning? I asked him. Are you the VIP Health Services Coordinator? He said, "No, you gotta, you gotta talk to the media division." I was uh, looking to speak with the VIP Health Services Coordinator and told you were my guy. Um, so um, what you should do is to route it through media line. And I said, "Well, look, I, I've got you on the line. Your name keeps coming up in this thing." Um, Are you the VIP Health Services Coordinator? Is that a thing that exists? Yep, we manage that program here. So he says, "Yep, we manage that program here." And I mean, I, I can't say for sure he is this coordinator because he wouldn't say whether that was him or not but he's the manager in a section that he says manages the vip program at a minimum you found your loch ness monster two verifications of this it exists it's real you weren't chasing a ghost the next question of course so what i think the next chapter of this of course is just to get the ministry's take on this like a lot hinges on what they say next, because if they simply say, yes, of course, there's a program for this and here's how it works. Well, so what I did was I went to the, the ministry communications department, like um, Mr. Legro suggested. I started with some general questions just to sort of get a feel for, you know, hey, guys, we've heard about this VIP program. What is it? Who qualifies for it? Yeah. All this sort of thing. General question. You, you know, you set them up. But when you know something is true, your first question is, is this true? And then you see if they lie or not. Without getting into all of your many, many detailed questions about what it is, you first just ask them to confirm or deny the existence of this VIP program, which you now know exists. Correct. What'd they say? They said, quote, there are no programs that grant special or faster access to OHIP-insured healthcare services in Ontario. There are no programs. There's no expedited. That sounds to me like a denial. That sounds like they're, de- they're denying that there's any kind of special VIP version of OHIP. That's that's it. Essentially, that they they basically denied it flat out. Um, you know, they they also sent me uh, a readout of you know some of the legislation you know surrounding Medicare and how you know no one's supposed to jump the queue and all that sort of thing. But uh, yeah. the, the main <laughs> thrust of it was a denial. Nobody gets better service. In the transcript, he said, "I was the coordinator of the VIP program." Here, they're saying there is no such program. Correct. Okay. So that now, what's your follow up? Well, so then my follow up is. But I, you know, I spoke to Michael Legro and he said, you know, we do run a VIP program out of his section in the emergency services division. Uh-huh. And they said, okay, let us get back to you. Hang on. <laughs> that's the oh shit moment for them, I would imagine. Yeah, it's probably not a good feeling. I'll, I'll admit that that's probably not great to hear. Okay, so now they know that you know, and it seems like they're going to have to somehow account for both what they've said to you before and what actually is. And how much time did it take for them to get back to you then? Uh, it's taken more than a day of yeah. like full sort of going back and forth and can I get an answer? Can I speak to somebody on and on? And it got kicked up the chain? It got kicked up the chain because um, we were hoping to get someone on tape. Yeah. And the 
bureaucratic wing of the communications department uh, doesn't speak on air, essentially. Probably a wise decision, though not the most transparent one. So they're gonna they're crafting a response, and then it arrived. Yeah, and it arrived. And uh, they told me that there is a VIP program of sorts. And uh, I'll just quote from this email a little bit. At the request of the federal government, the ministry's emergency health services branch provides an administrative function with the coordination for dignitaries visiting Ontario, for example, heads of state. Hold on. That... Let me think about that for a second. So it's not a VIP program. It's an administrative function. Yes. Okay. I'm used to that as a PR tactic. After they denied one thing, they they and they are forced to admit that it exists. They call it something else so that the first denial wasn't a lie. That's happened before. If I'm being not so generous, it's it's not a VIP program. It's an administrative function. The part that makes me feel like wah wah is that they're saying that it's limited to foreign dignitaries. Well, they're not saying it's limited to foreign. They're saying it's for foreign dignitaries and heads of state. that's correct. Which implies that that's just who it's for. Do they say that those are the only people who have access to this uh, administrative function? No, they just say it's an administrative function with the coordination for dignitaries visiting Ontario. In their email, they also do confirm some of the other details we had heard before where emergency rooms are being notified of important people being in the area. Um, They say that, you know, if there is a dignitary of some kind visiting the province, the federal government, you know, distributes the information in their area. So like, for example, if the queen has a medical condition that a hospital in the area she's going to be is aware that the queen is there and uh-huh. she has a heart condition. Right. So consistent with what you heard earlier. Exactly. And th- and that sort of plays into what we had, we had heard about, you know, emergency rooms being informed ahead of time. Right. So that squares. Yeah. Anything else? They also say that the administrative coordination function does not grant special or faster access to OHIP-insured healthcare services in Ontario. So this seems to be – that's what they said to you earlier, right? Like that, that there is no special program for OHIP. So there is a special program, but it's not an OHIP program. Correct. So so yes, if the queen trips and falls and, and breaks her head open on the sidewalk uh, in downtown Toronto, she's going to get ahead of me in the queue. No, no big shocker there. But OHIP won't be paying for her. Who does pay for that? They haven't given me a specific response, but the one spokesman said that um, – to his knowledge, that it would likely be the federal government that picked up that tab. Okay, it seems to me that this whole journey is boiling down to one big question, which is curiously unanswered in their response. Is this limited to foreign dignitaries, which would be fine, or do certain Canadians have access to this VIP healthcare program. I don't care if you call it an administrative function or the OHIP VIP program. I don't care if it's OHIP paying for it really, or if it's the federal government. If people who are of a certain status in this country have access to a faster healthcare system than the rest of us, that really is what we started looking for in the first place. So I know that your follow-up to them was, do any Canadians enjoy access to this system? Robert, what did they tell you? They haven't said anything yet. I gave them a hard deadline for when I needed the information by. Uh, they said they'd uh, they said they'd meet it, and they haven't. So I don't know. This is going to be a frustrating episode for our listeners, but I vote for us airing this and bringing what we know so far. Like like I think we're halfway there, and I would of course rather 
us publish the full revelation that after months of investigation, we were able to put together all of the pieces. But this is one of those stories where I think publicizing what we know so far will connect us with everything else. Do you agree? I feel like if we rattle this tree, something's going to fall out of it. That's that's sort of my hope as well, is that, okay, we know this, we know something exists. Well, we we've, know- been a- we've, we've been able to confirm that there is a VIP program of some sort. And here's hoping we hear back from the ministry. So, Robert, if anybody knows anything about this, if anybody has any, any information, if, if there are medical professionals out there, we know that there are medical professionals out there who want word of this to get out. If you have information for us, you can email Robert at... Editor at CanadaLandShow.com. And I believe you're also able to uh, accept uh, anonymous comments, uh, maybe including some documentation that you want us to have. If you don't want your name attached to it, but you have first source documents, you can do that uh, through Robert's encrypted email. You can find that on uh, Keybase at Robert underscore Hiltz, H-I-L-T-Z. Okay, that's it for now. Thank you, Robert. I hope we have a part two. Me too. Shortly after Robert and I recorded all that, he got a response from the ministry. Here's what they said. Yes, to further clarify, this administrative function can be applied to both foreign and domestic dignitaries visiting Ontario. Domestic dignitaries include the prime minister and the governor general, end quote. Okay, so this does apply to certain elite Canadians, and that group includes the Prime Minister and the Governor General. Anyone else? What about that first tip I heard? What about MPs? What about their families? This process was like pulling teeth, and they didn't give us anything that we didn't explicitly ask them about. So Robert asked them, does it apply to MPs? And there we got a firm denial. They said, no, it's Prime Ministers, ex-Prime Ministers, and Governor Generals. So that group just got a little bit bigger. It now includes former prime ministers as well as current prime ministers, as well as governor generals, former governor generals. This is going to take us a very long time to figure out who this group includes if we have to explicitly ask them for every type of Canadian covered by it. So I'm recording this at the last possible moment, and Robert is engaged in that process of going back and forth with him, trying to figure out who is included. What he finds will be on our website. And I don't know. I mean, if this is simply a story where we were able to confirm I guess a longstanding internet rumor in the health space that there is some sort of VIP program, I think that in and of itself is worth telling you about. I'm glad we were able to confirm that. I'm glad that we were able to press them and figure out that it does apply to certain Canadians. There is an elite class, though it might literally be like under 20 people. So everything we know will show up in Robert's article, which will accompany this podcast. You can find it on our website. And anything we don't know, we would still like to know. So as Robert said, you can reach him at editor at canadalandshow.com. That is your Canada Land Show. I hope you enjoyed it. You can email me at jesse at canadalandshow.com. I read everything you send and I respond when I can. We are on Twitter at canadaland. Our website is canadalandshow.com and our crowdfunding site is patreon.com slash canadaland. The next episode of The Imposter will be out on Wednesday. The next episode of Shortcuts will be out on Thursday. I make this show with Katie Jensen. Syndication is handled by Russell Gregg. If you like what we do, please support us.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.